Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, yeah. Hello and welcome to the Chelsea Podcast. My name is Phil Daniels. It's an award-winning podcast. I've just given it an award. Andy Saunas and Chef Bird. Chef yeah. Bird. Chef Bird. What award did you give us? Um, best podcast. <laughs> best podcast on a Tuesday night uh, yeah. in Holborn. Yeah. Best. Best team. Greatest team. How was your holiday, Phil? I went to. Uh, where did I go? North. Vietnam. No, I didn't go to North Vietnam. <laughs> Where'd you go? I keep calling it Korea. I went to an island called Phu Quoc, which is just off Vietnam, and I sat down and um, watched the sea a bit. Um, managed to see a bit of um, Chelsea when I was over there playing uh, Milton Keynes in the cup. Um, so you know you can be a million miles away and you still see the Chelsea. So are you are you good on holiday? Are you a, a, what do you do? You sit around and read a book, or do you have to do stuff? What, what kind of? A... No, I'm more of a sort of sit around and do nothing person. Right. I would read books, but because of the job I'm in, I'll get forty minutes off in the second half uh, of my play. I've read so many books lately oh, over the last year. I got I'm fed up of it, so I had to sort of rest from reading books. <laughs> Plus, I start reading Brian Blessed's autobiography, and he, he just—he's so, bonkers, isn't he? Well, yeah, and he's like—he oh, reckons he's the hardest man in acting, doesn't he? He—he's <laughs> offered uh, Oliver Reed out. He's—you should offer him out. I'm going to offer him out. 
He's about 100 now, isn't he? You might stand a chance, uh, then. No, I think he was in the paratroopers, wasn't he? Was, was he? he? He had to do national service, you see. Right. Yes, did our Brian. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll just chuck the book away. I thought, I ain't reading about Brian, blessed. <laughs> Can you hear him shouting when you're reading? He, he writes his, his autobiography written like that. <laughs> like oh, when I do the big writing, <laughs> that's when I'm being Brian. And all that sort of thing. <laughs> Apparently a director said to him once, could you give us a little bit more, Brian? <laughs> but, uh, Are you still yeah. enjoying Les Mis? I am. Yeah. yeah. You're in it till June, aren't you, if anybody wants to go and see you? Uh, I'm in it till June, yeah. yeah. There is a story about Brian Bessett where someone walked past uh, a, a toilet and uh, as they walked past, they heard, and stay out! <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the Chelsea Podcast. <laughs> Two games to talk about. Two games to talk about this week, haven't we? Watford and Manchester United. Should we talk about Watford first? Uh, yeah, what is it yeah. to talk about? Well, we, let's talk about the team for a start, shall we? We... Um, Courtois in goal, Ivanovic, Zuma, Terry, Azpilicueta at the back. Mikel and Matic paired again Ugh. in the holding midfield. Uh, William, Oscar and Fabregas and Costa. And I guess the big story was that Hazard was on the bench having played against MK Dons. And I think it was this idea that three games in a week was too much for a player coming back from injury. A lot of criticism about that. But for me, unfair. I think you've got to bring a player like Hazard back slowly. You can't just chuck him in and expect him to play 90 minutes. That didn't seem to work for us before, did it? Well, yeah, I think maybe Hazard just needs a bit of a... A rest at the moment. He, even when, when he comes on, he's not still quite not on it. Yeah. On it is he? He's good. Yeah, he's better than some. Well, he certainly made a difference coming in in the Watford game, yeah. and you know he, he was a brilliant impact sub in that game. Couple of stories from that game, wasn't there? There was Costa back to his bad old ways of uh, of fighting again. He had a, a little scrap with um, the defender Prodel in the box, pushed him over, and then uh, you know a, a handbags with Paredes on the touchline. Uh, which everybody got very upset about, which didn't seem to be an awful lot on it for me. Well, their manager didn't seem too worried about it, did he? And, no, well, uh, he's obviously he's managed Costa before, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, so uh, I think he knows what he's all about, and uh, yeah. certainly Gus didn't seem overly concerned, but it was good to see he had a bit of that fire back in his belly. Well, I think as a manager, really, uh, you'd have him in your team. How would you so, manage? How would you manage Diego Costa? Would you be arm round the shoulder, or would you just feed him raw meat? Uh, I... <laughs> I really haven't got a clue how to answer that one. I'd, I'd feed him raw meat. Are you, what kind of a manager would you be for? Would you be the Mourinho, everything has to revolve around me, or would you be the kind of low I'm a more of a redknapp, I reckon. I reckon I'd get them all around on my side, take them all out, show them, you know, compartments under the bed where you stick your money and things like that. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Another <laughs> local curry house. You can have a few beers on a Friday night type of manager. Uh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And I'd stop them. The one disciplinary thing, I would stop them carrying those bags about. <laughs> that they the had. little man bags. The man bags. What? The little the Yves Saint Laurent man bags. I think yeah. they look like. Yeah. That's to well, keep they just nearly put me on football. What's, that, what's you know it, what? You know what? They're those, keeping it. They're like, keeping their Beats headphones in there. Is that what they're new is? sponsors. And I always it, thought it was a flannel and a toothbrush. But well, it might be in there, but it's, it's to keep their, their expensive headphones that we've right. now been sponsored by, yeah. but the players already had oh, them right. anyway. We're now sponsored by Beats. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So that's, what that's what the case is for. said that to me. Yeah. You're sponsored by Beats. Sponsored by Dr. Dre's now. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre, and I yeah. thought she was having a laugh. <laughs> is that true? 
Yes, it's true. true. Yes, true. Yeah, yeah. Because Cesc Fabregas is already sponsored by them. Right. And now the club is. Oh, right. Let's be honest. There wasn't a single player that didn't have a pair of them before we Well, don't they? I mean, so don't footballers listen to Moon River still? <laughs> and things like that the rat pack well yeah. it's, it's so that they've got an excuse to ignore you when they get off the coach so they can walk straight past you yeah yeah. unless you're walking past the Nick zone and you're John Terry where you stop for a chat clearly. oh exactly yeah. Yeah. Okay. at the moment yeah you're the yeah. most popular person in that area so it took us 60 minutes to register a shot on target in the Watford game, which gives you a, a sort of a, a, an, an idea of the, 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 the way we'd set ourselves out. There was a fair amount of criticism for the defensive way that, uh, that Gus had set the team out. You know, an away game, a cold Wednesday night in Watford against a team with two dangerous strikers. Yeah, I mean, was it, is well. it so stupid to, you know, to well, have the done The team that? can only play how they play. I mean, setting them out like that, he might not have imagined... He might be trying to nick a goal, obviously. It was sluggish. We were very sluggish. But um, Watford, if you look... I mean, I'll give you a stat, Andy. If Go on. I mean, it's not a stat, but Watford scored few and let in few. Yeah. I mean, they're a very tight unit. They, they don't. They don't give, give much away. No, you're right. So... Was their 100th Premier League game... Uh, that game. Um, so they're still kind of relatively new to the. You top must level have of gone, football. Andy, stand round your manor. Do you know what? I didn't go. I didn't because I couldn't get a ticket because the loyalty point level was so high. It got to 93 loyalty points and all the tickets went. We didn't get a very big allocation. And uh, I think there's quite a lot of away season ticket holders. And when it, it, they did it on a loyalty point, fair enough, they did it on a loyalty point basis. But the loyalty point level was so high that when it got to 93 points, it, oh, I've got like 85, and right. you know, and then it sold out. I was gutted because it is round the corner from me. But there you go. But maybe I dodged the bullet because it was a pretty, it was a pretty dull game. And I think John Terry had quite a big allocation as well, personal <laughs> tickets. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so that took us to uh, well, that and the game on Sunday took us to eleven games unbeaten under Gus Hiddink. How many draws in that? Six draws. Uh, I think six draws and five wins. I think. How many league wins? Oh, I don't know. You're testing me now. Um, but well, certainly not uh, many. We don't win many in the league. It's nice. It'd be great to win one. Yeah, it's yeah. a good record to be building, though. It is a good record. Are we concerned about the number of draws? Are we just thinking this is just you know it's 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 a transitional period and we're not getting beat? Well, we've been lucky to get those last couple of games. The Everton game, ninety seventh minute equaliser, ninety yeah. first minute equaliser against United. You know, they're two games we potentially could have lost. So can't complain that we drew. Yeah. Yeah. We're now winless in, in um, four consecutive home league games for the first time since November 2012. That's also the first time after Sunday that we'd ever drawn four consecutive home games in the Premier League. So, you know, we are on this, this kind of run at the moment. And interestingly as well, uh, I noticed that we now have 30 points from 25 league games and it took us 12 games to surpass that total last season. Yeah. You know, so, you know, we really have yeah, fallen off a cliff in terms of the, the, the winning ways. Yeah, we don't seem to be able to win. We don't seem to be able to sort of put it together. We're completely the opposite to what Leicester are. You know, Leicester, a team that just avoided relegation and now at the top of the league. We won the league and we were now at the bottom of the league. <laughs> yeah. You know, there couldn't be two opposites. And it's true. And people forget that that Leicester run started last season because I think I, I read somewhere that this weekend they only had one more point than Aston Villa currently have and were doomed, and then went on this incredible run under Nigel Pearson. But that just shows you how weird this whole league is. Very weird. <laughs> I mean, you look at Arsenal, 
and you look at, you know, all right, they got a win, but it was the first win I think they've got in five games. Um, if they don't win it this season, I don't think it's they'll the ever win it. It's the greatest chance to win it. It's the greatest chance they've had. Them or Spurs. I mean, Spurs are... Well, look, they've lost five games, Arsenal. Yeah. Or, I mean, yeah, you know, they, what would be more embarrassing yeah. than to, you know, Chelsea are, are out of it, uh, City are, you know, not on form. Well, um, wheels have come off big time. Yeah, and then if Spurs go and win the league yeah. and Arsenal don't... We'll all have to talk about Best team's Leicester. Yeah. They look we, the best all, team to me. We're all Foxes fans, aren't we? Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be good for football if Leicester win yeah. it, frankly. Yeah, I mean, no, if we had great, a bit of great what, for the Premier League if they win If it. we chased like Leicester chased, if we worked as a team like Leicester worked have as a team... Have we got the players to do that? We've never got those kind of wiry little, you know, sort of pressy players, have we? No. We you know, we've got beefy, sluggish players. Well, we, we just don't have the team spirit, and that's what they've got. They've got it in bags, and yeah. well, they've, they've also, also got, got the talent... They've got the talent and they've got no pressure out. You know, I think the thing is that you know, they, they've got, they, they weren't expected to do anything. They're not expected to win it. So even if they lose all their games moving up, everybody will turn around and say, you had a great season. Yeah. So they play with complete freedom. Plucky old Leicester. You know, I mean, they started the season, if I remember rightly, conceding lots of goals and then coming back and, and winning, you know, winning games. And they seem to have stopped conceding goals to the level they did now. I mean, we'll get Robert Oof back. Yeah. He's been a revelation, hasn't he? He scores good goals and yeah. all of his nut, doesn't Pre- he? Premier League winning, Robert Hooth, of course, who got a medal with us. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, one thing we have to say about the Watford game was the performance of Aurelio Gomez, the goalkeeper. And it does seem that goalkeepers yeah. are raising their game against Absolutely. us. And we saw it on yeah. Sunday, didn't we, with De Gea? Yeah. A couple of absolute worldies. World class. I mean, we have been the width of a goalkeeper's hand away from winning certain games. And I think against Watford, certainly in the last 20 minutes where we came on very strong, Gomez made two or three unbelievable saves. No, we, we were came... a bit unlucky in the Watford game. I, I, I do think so, yeah. I mean, the save he made from Costa, where Costa, you know, you know, shouldered it towards the, you know, towards the goal, was was outrageous. Yeah, no, and and that has been the difference, like you say, in those games. Even uh, Tim Howard had a, a reasonably good uh, couple of saves in when we played against Everton as well. Yeah. Well, Courtois has to do. Yeah, uh, and he's, he had he's, a, he's equally, made some saves. Yeah, he made some equally uh, fantastic saves on Sunday. Um, I mean, but uh, I, I was behind the goal. I went for a change. I'm just behind that goal <laughs> in the second half, and you know. They were they were really athletic saves. They were really quick. Yeah, he the, the, the quick one over the bar, he? Yeah. one from Ivanovic, when Ivanovic volleyed yeah. it. I mean, hey, what a worldy goal that would have been. Yeah. But he, that strength in the hand. That would have snapped my hand, yeah. you know, frankly. My skinny little wrists. Old Ivanovic, yeah. yeah. What, <laughs> do we, what do we think of Branner at the moment? Has he pulled it round since his absolutely dreadful start to the season? Are we starting to feel a little bit more comfortable with him? What surprised me, and we're going to come on, I would imagine, and talk about the Man United game, was I thought Martial would give him a much harder time. But yeah. Martial cut in every time. He, he, he showed him inside every time. I thought Martial would take him on a couple of times. He never did, not once. No, I did think that. I thought Martial was going to... Um, Roast him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Turn him inside out. But I thought he had the measure of him. Um, obviously... You know, he's had a shocking season, as the rest of the team had, but I thought he, he accounted himself really well. Um, he could have had a lot worse game. Yeah. Well, let's come on and talk about United, because there's not a huge amount, of, unless anybody wants to add anything about the Watford game. No. Um, should we look at the, the team, unchanged from Watford? Yes. So, sticking with Mikel and Matic, which we know worked really well against Arsenal, mm. hasn't really well, worked particularly well since. No, I mean, Matic, Matic, it just doesn't seem... You know, I don't know... He's been abducted, you know. There'll be an episode on the X Files now. It's that's a bit like that. For me. I wonder to, what. What's where's that, that guy gone? 
Where has he gone? Who's taken him? You know, where, where, is, where is he now? He looks timid, I think. Yeah. He looks timid. He pulls and he, out of tackles now that he never would have done before. He was a monster when we won the league. They called and him, I said that to him and I saw him. I said, you have been a monster of a player to us. And now it's Hang just, on a minute. Well, rewind that a minute. What do you mean you saw that when you saw him? Uh, I went to the training ground. Okay, tell of, us about that. that. Well, that was last season. Right. And as I was going around the training ground, uh, you saw the different players and bumped into Matic and you just look up this towering guy and I just had to say to him, uh, Steve Holland was there as well and I said, I've just got to say what a you know, fantastic player you've been for us this season. You've been a monster of a player for us and he sort of, you know, he was quite humble about it, shook my hand, thanked me but this season he's just been a shadow of that You want girl. to get yourself down the training ground and have a word with him now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he knows quite what his job is anymore you know I don't think I think actually uh, Phil I think that's that, for me that's, I could, think that's yeah. a very good point I, I'm right, not yeah. sure we found the right partner for him yeah. you know and I, I wonder whether we need two holding midfield players well I, I don't think so because what I think kind of happened to us is we've got all these sort of number 10s these forward looking players and we've got these defensive players but we haven't got what, any that really do both jobs that well, get back yeah. and work and then get up and then back and work. That's, I mean, Mikel tried. That's exactly... You've hit the nail on the head uh, there because for the last few games, I've been screaming and as my son, either my son's either side of me, saying, press, press, no one presses the opposition. We sat back far too much or far too... It's, almost, uh, as like, it's, it's almost like... And occasionally you do this and, you know, when I've, when I've managed youth teams in the past, you, you, you do this thing occasionally where you say to them, let them have the ball there. Let them have the ball on the halfway line but as soon as they come over the halfway line, press like hell. You know, so don't worry about yeah, pushing too yeah. far up. They're better than us, you know, or, or on paper they're better than us. So let's not, let's, not, let's not let them rip us apart. Let's stay nice and compact invite them onto us and then press really hard. Yeah. But we're not even doing that. No, It's exactly. almost like we've done the first bit, which is let them have the ball on the halfway line. Yeah. Oh, In fact, let them have it. And now they're going to score. Oh, yeah. he's run for, for us and scored yeah. a goal. Yeah. I, don't want to pick, I don't want to pick on Oscar because you made a couple of good tackles. That, you know, yeah. uh, but <laughs> Whenever could... Phil says I don't want to pick on Oscar, it's not going to end well, is it? It's not going to end well. Like... What was he... That was in the back of my mind. When I saw him do that on Sunday, I thought, Phil's going to have something to say about that. Well, he had a good couple of tackles down the side, you know, desperate, but... It seems, it seems when they pass him, he stops. Yeah. yeah. None of them chase. No. The forwards don't chase back. No. Yeah. No, and, I mean, and midfield just don't, you know, <laughs> the amount of times that our midfield in the past used to, if they lost the ball, they'd run to get it back. All right, Matic occasionally does it, but he used to do it all the time. You Matic know, he, had a couple of decent spells against United. I thought he had a couple of 10-minute spells in the second half where, where you know, influences on the game. There, there but so to, did Mikel, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. Mikel yeah. didn't have a bad it's game. It's just yeah, getting you know. that balance in front of the back Absolutely. four. I, I, there's something not quite right there. Now, whether it's personal Even though he looked like he was or, playing with duct tape all over yeah. his boots, Mikel. <laughs> Listen, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Look, we know we know both of them are you know are, are great, great players. You don't you don't lose that overnight. No, you know, you don't. And, I, and, I, and there's something gone wrong now. Now, whether it's st- uh, strategic or tactical, or whether it's confidence, whatever it is, you know what what we really are looking forward to is the transition out of here and into the new manager. So we're being linked with these new managers, whether it's Simeone, whether it's Allegri, whether it's Pellegrini. You know, or whether it's someone else. Yeah. You know, somebody's going to come and, and stamp their their version of what they want to do on the game. Now, I would imagine Matic is going to figure large in that, but he's got to be given. His, I quite, quite rightly say, he doesn't quite know what his role is. I think he looks a bit confused. His role should be gun monster everybody in that 
in that area. I used area. to win balls in the air, didn't they? Yeah, no, he didn't win well. anything. I mean, mind you, he's up against Fellaini, who is yeah, stunning sure. in the air. Yeah. But, he, you know, even against, I thought, Watford, he was, he was poor in the air. You know, Deeney did him every time. He was also good in the air, but, you know... I think he could do better in the air, really, as well. Yeah, For the no. size of the guy, yeah, he's, said he's massive. Yeah, he's well, the one, the one thing, I mean, it's not nice to say, but when um, Mikel went straight through Carrick, it gave him a bit... You've got to get, have a bit of that. Yeah. yeah. You've always been, you've always no. been one for, you know, not shaking hands when you kick him, are you? Just let, leave a bit on him. Leave a bit on him, and I think Chelsea are lacking a bit of that yeah. in their game. They're not leaving a bit... Up, they're not leaving it out It's all a bit cuddly. It's all a bit cuddly, yeah. you know. Even with Costa, you bit know, safe, yeah. it's all a bit, it's all a bit hard man, hard nut stuff. And then it's a little joke after about things, you know. He was cuddling day, you know. I, I don't, I'm not surprised, but because he kept saving him. But yeah. I think it's all a bit made up. Yeah, interesting, isn't it? And I, and I think that um, pantomime villain. Yes. I mean, the other, the other person who is really good in the air we need to talk about, of course, is Kurt Zuma. Um, yeah. You know, who, who suffered a, a, a really nasty, nasty uh, injury, didn't he? And um, yeah, it he, looks like he's going to be out for six months yeah. with an anterior cruciate ligament. Did an you see the picture of him? Yeah, awful. Oh. Hyperextended his oh. knee. I've done that. I've hyperextended Ouch. my knee and I was out for 18 months. Ouch. And then I'm not a professional footballer. It's, uh, it's a really painful, nasty, nasty injury. So, um, so let's send our yeah, regards. Yeah, weren't saying he's good in the air weren't his best jump was it? Nobody, I think he misjudged the bounce didn't it? It bounced yeah. really high and, <laughs> yeah. and then it was like what do I do? Head it, kick it and I, <laughs> yeah, by that just, point it was in, his enthusiasm and urgency to get to the ball to stop yeah. them from getting it and he just fell because he was getting you know yeah. he was fitting in he was start it looked to me he was, he's learning his trade so it's a shame it's because he's just shown months. a lot of promise yeah. and he's just yeah. getting into a good vein of yeah. form and now, you know, I hope he comes back. Well, he tweeted out and said he'll come back stronger. Yeah, and I hope so. I mean, 50, the 55th minute that happened in, and then, of course, up pops Jesse Lingard in the 61st minute. Yeah. Yeah. That was a hell of a goal. Yeah, it was, it was a hell of... I mean, For a geezer yeah. falling over, it ain't a bad goal, is yeah. it? Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was... I thought <laughs> probably the best goal that's been scored against us. Yeah, no, you know, was, maybe that, maybe the Everton... Was it the Everton goal? It was a really good goal. But, you know, he, he's, um, you know yeah. his goal, I thought, was... Splendid, the Morales goal. I'm Morales, yeah, that's yeah, it was not that dissimilar, was, a was it? Really? Yeah, but um, uh, so at that point, people around me were deflated, and people started to leave. After yeah, they about did. Eighty why minutes. Were they, why were they leaving after eighty minutes? It was one of the best quite games. Rightly, it was quite a good game. Serve yourself right for leaving that time. Of people left. It's like it's the second Italian, and it's the second league Get game. The white flag a, out. Second league game in a row. We've rescued a point in stoppage time. You know, uh, home league game, I should say, in a row that we've we've um, we've rescued a point in stoppage time. You know, and it's like, you know, why would Everton. you leave? We did yeah, Everton, ninety seventh minute. Exactly. Yeah. Why would you leave? You know, I mean, and I, I didn't think we were. In fact, I thought we were on top last twenty minutes. It wasn't as if we were getting battered. I don't understand the mentality of the fans who think I'll beat the traffic. You know, yeah, in a game that doesn't make any sense. I do. I, if you want to leave I, yeah, I think early. they pay their money. They, they they get their choice. They can go if they want, but they do miss. I look. You're absolutely right. I'm not saying they can't. I just don't understand the mentality of it because you don't go to a movie and walk out five minutes before the end and think, exactly. "I'll get out of the car park quicker." <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but it's hard. <laughs> uh, no, uh, it is. Are hard you to saying get you out. leave before the end? I have done. Yeah. <laughs> Do you leave before the end? <laughs> but usually, when we're free up on, on a rare occasion, but I've. You know, if if I've le- free if up, I've done it, I go. I've done it. Yeah, no. It, it, you didn't that, leave on Saturday, though, did you? No, it was a cr- Sunday. cracking match. Yeah. 
Second half, last 20, when Chelsea decided they didn't want to lose, it became a cracking game yeah, no, of I, football. I you can't know. imagine what it's like walking up the Fulham Road and hearing the cheer and thinking, what was that? Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, I've paid 55 quid to sit there yeah, and no. miss the best bit of the game. Anyway, anyway, that's just my, my own personal view on it. But, you know, you're quite right. People pay their money. They can do what they want, yeah, they say what they want. They... And if Absolutely. you left early, serve yourself right. As I've already mentioned, you know, winless in four consecutive home league games for the first time since November 2012. But I think actually that felt like a decent result. It didn't. Yeah. Uh, I went home on a on a high on after that game. I didn't feel like we should have got more out of that game. No, we nearly I, nicked it. Didn't yeah, we? Nearly. if we'd have nicked it, it would have been yeah. a bit brilliant. But it would have felt like we'd nicked it. But yeah, yeah I, I um, calling Louis Van Gaal a couple of man new. I got a couple of man new people at work, and it was like a fair result, wasn't it? A draw. I think so. I think it was I, like... I thought we were slightly the better side, but I seem to be outshouted down by everybody else. Well, no, I think first 20 minutes, they could have scored a well, bundle. First 20 we minutes, terrible, we, we, didn't, we yeah. were still in bed. Yeah. <laughs> first 20 minutes, it was like, what's going on here? You yeah. know, Snoozy talking guy. about sitting back. <laughs> and uh, so... That's what I mean. No one was pressing, yeah. no one was closing them down. But after that first 20 back. minutes, we woke up, and I thought, last 20 minutes, we were all over them. Yeah. yeah. We weren't We bad. could have nicked it. You could have potentially yeah, and they, they could have nicked it as well. I mean, it yeah. was like just before the goal, Depay had the ball, didn't he, out on the right side of the box. And he had, I think he had three against two. And he just passed it into Azpilicueta. They went up the other end and scored. Yeah. It was really sloppy. I mean, you know, they could have easily, you know, put, put it to bed. But there you go. So, six draws in eight league games under Hiddink. Are we pleased with Hiddink? Do you think, I think he's done a great job, personally. I thought he's brought stability to the team. Um, Costa's... Obviously, playing better under him, he scored more goals under Hiddink than he has under Jose. And why do you think that is? Uh, the way he's managing him, uh, maybe he's put an arm around him, maybe he's giving him some red meat. Who knows? But it's working. Um, he's scoring goals. He looks generally he's behaving player. himself. Yeah, he? he looks a happier player. Yeah. As do all the players. They look like they want to play for us again. I think that's very true, Al, because I think for the first half of the season, we just didn't look like they were enjoying it. No. It looked like a job. Yeah. And then, you, you know, you mentioned Leicester. Leicester go out there, they look like they've got the joys of spring about them when they play. They look like they love it. Mm. I watched um, Barcelona-Levante, uh, which was a really good game, actually. It was an early kickoff on Sunday. And um, I just thought when I was watching Suarez, hateful human being and player that he is... He always looks like he loves it when he's on the pitch. When he's on the pitch, he looks like he loves playing football. Yeah. And so does Messi, and so does Neymar. And they go out there, and it's like they love playing football. And our lot went out there with just a bit of gloom about them, didn't they, under mm. Mourinho? And it feels like we've got a little bit more joie de vivre well, about Oscar, Oscar, Oscar was a one of those bit. players who looked always you know, un, unhappy when he was playing under Mourinho. Now he looks a different player. I know he's not your favourite player. Well, he but does he's look still... a different player at all. Well, I think he I does. Think against, against, you know... Uh, uh, you know, you saw his hat-trick, didn't you? Yeah, uh, against a load of, you know, a team that's way down <laughs> in the division, he can be Mr Brazil, can't he? Yeah. But, like it happened on this weekend again, he was just like shoved off the ball, didn't chase. You know, to me, he's it, just... It, a, it he can be a bit should have taken the money... Got him a shiner. Well, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you. I thought a player that did... That disappointed me a little bit in the second half against United was William, who I love, who I think is brilliant, who I, I would probably vote now as our player of the season. Yeah, he's been our player of the but season. he did give the and ball Kurt away. And Kurt Zuma has been our young yeah, player of the season. Definitely. But I thought William gave the ball away he an awful bit, lot in the second half. He did a bit, but he was... 
he was look, he bring, when he got it, you thought, oh god, we're going to go forward at last. But isn't that the frustrating thing though? That yeah, then, right. he, then he gives it away, and then he gets caught in possession. And I think that listen, I had this, I had this big discussion with my sons about it. Who think I'm being really harsh on William, and I it's because because he tries things and because he attempts things and all. And I get all that, but it's a bit like my feeling about Ramirez. I want him to be brilliant. I want him to have a final product. I want him to look after the ball more. And I think one of the problems that we've got as a team, we don't look after the ball enough. And I think that we sometimes we try and rush it and we try and push it. We give it away. We give momentum to other teams. And you give a team like Man United a chance to go on the front foot, you know, they're going to be dangerous. He's by far. He's by far our best player. I yeah. agree. And we've Listen, been... I, I clarified what I said by saying yeah. that. I, it frustrates gave it away me. a few times Just... because he was trying... It, it, and we've probably been band. a bit over-reliant on William yeah. this season because yeah. he has been that bright spark in amongst you know, but, but creative look, players where Hazard hasn't been playing. Look after the ball a little bit more, that's what I'm saying. Just be a little bit more careful with the ball. And, and I know you're trying things, but you know, let's, and maybe that's because people aren't showing for him. You know, maybe there's an element of where we need a bit more movement in the team and maybe it's not his fault. I don't know. But it frustrated me a little bit. Is yeah. I thought I'd bring it up anyway. So the Man United stats are brilliant, aren't they? I'm unbeaten against United in 10 games. Six unbeaten in the league. One, three, drawn three. United have won just once in their last 13 Premier League trips to the bridge. I mean, we really do We've have got the best record a voodoo of anyone. sign over yeah. them, haven't they? Yeah. You know, for a team with their record, I mean, nobody's got a record against them like us. They must dread playing us. Five of the last seven Premier League meetings between nice. these two teams have been nil-nil at half-time as well. So there was no surprises there, was there? Yeah, well, I've, I, I was hoping there'd be goals in it, and I was, but I was thinking to myself, this could be nil-nil here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and listen, here's another stat for you. Chelsea had only one shot on target in the first half of each of the four Premier League games under Hiddink. So they've only had one shot in each half. Yeah, because I don't think that things have changed that much under Hiddink. I'm surprised, personally... He hasn't changed it a bit more uh, yeah. since he's come um, and stamped, stamped a little bit more of his own thing. Do you think it. he's calmed things down, though? I think that's, that's... Well, I think it looks like things have calmed down, but you, you can't tell, can you? It might be in the press, it sounds like things have calmed down. There's um, not so much drama around the team, is there? No. There's Costa's no sort of having, get... having a go at refs and all that nonsense uh, you... that just felt a little bit distracting. Yeah, well, I just, you know, I'm a bit disappointed that... You know, Ivanovic's still playing right back and Aspilicuelta ain't come over. You know. What would you have played Baba Rahman at left back? Well, I'm not sure we got a left back. You well, know, that's the that... thing, isn't it? What do you do to uh, as an alternative? I think Kennedy is a good player, but he's not quite a left back. So maybe he's stuck stuck with what he's got. But, would you have played um, Loftus Cheek more? I'm not sure I would. I'm not I'm not convinced about him yet. Well, we've got, we've got a big dilemma now with Zuma being out. You know, we're going to be short at the back. Well, we've got Ivanovic can come over and, and, and fill a centre-back. Well, yeah, I'm surprised he hasn't had a game there when he was a bit off form just to sort of steady him up a bit where people ain't running at you. I, so. think, I think the issue's Rahman, though, isn't it? That there's a yeah. trust issue with Rahman, mm. you know, who, again, was really good against the pub team of MK Dons, but, you know, hasn't really shown an awful lot else apart from that but yeah. you know maybe this is the Chelsea thing we've got to give players a go but if we give them a go we prepare to sacrifice games in the name of giving them a go so it's and a bit of a quandary and why we sell that fella back to to um what, Ryan Bertrand no the other fella oh Felipe Luis Felipe Luis mm. why did we sell him mm. you never liked him anyway but he's a left back well he, he just was didn't a bit, settle in did he? he you know he didn't settle in all that because he wanted to get forward, didn't he? Mourinho, <laughs> yeah. he ain't going to be allowed to get forward, is he? Yeah, absolutely. So, this is interesting. That was Costa's first match against Man United. He hasn't played against Man United for us again. 
You know, that's his first game. I thought that was interesting. He's missed yeah. them through suspension. They weren't, all, weren't awful. He scored six goals in his last Premier League games. I like it when he does, he does this thing where he runs at the player and he keeps on running, but the players, the other the defenders, got the ball. It always makes me laugh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the ever gets random, does he? <laughs> I think he was really impressive against Manchester United. I thought he he, pl- he ploughed a lonely furrow up front at times, but I thought he was fantastic. No, he did. He, a, he had a good occupied game. Chris Smalling, didn't he? Yeah. I thought Chris. How good's Chris Smalling now? I mean, Chris Smalling was a was a bit of a laughing stock before. Good He's player, a really man. really good player. It's he was discovered him, by Chelsea. Do you know this? And we didn't want him. He was discovered by my mate Alf, who's a scout. Right. For, for Chelsea at Maidstone. He was at Fulham, wasn't he? He was at Maidstone United. And, um, and then he went to Fulham. And Alf brought him in uh, to Chelsea. And Chelsea went, nah, don't fancy him. So he went to Fulham and then from there went to Man United. But we could have had Smalling, but that would have sorted our centre-back problem out. Yep. But uh, just a little aside there. We've got a Yank now, haven't we? American kid. Well, we've got Yes, that's right. We've yeah. now got Mi- Miazga. Yeah. Uh, who's not fit. Who, who's not fit because, of course, and they've had their... Oh, is he fat? Is he he's, fit? Not fit. He's, he's not fit. He's not fit. He's fat, yeah. Well, both, he's not of fit. Those, <laughs> both of those players have, been, have not played since November because oh, of the, the mid-season God. break. They were good signings, weren't they? <laughs> They're great signings, those. Is that that well, Michael Eminola? No. <laughs> Is that his fault? Emili- Emiliano, as you call him on <laughs> yeah, Soccer on, AM. On Soccer AM, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever his name is. Whatever Michael Emanalo. Yeah, what about him? Well, he's uh, he clearly got roots in America, isn't he? Because he used to manage a, a girls' team in Seattle, I think. Yes, so, this is um, the credentials I think, of the, I our think guy, Miazga, who is technical director of Chelsea Football I think Miazga is, is, is one that they see for the future. I think he's got a lot of talent. Accordingly, he was uh, you know, a stand-up player in the MLS. No, he looks good. I, I don't mind the look of him at all. Yeah. I think the American, you know, he can do well. Yeah, well, so so I don't think he's going to come straight into the into well, the team. Well, he won't if he's injured. Or, yeah. Well, or he's, he not played, he's, he's not fit. He's not fit because because they they had their mid season break in November, so they haven't played since either him or Pato. Uh, so Pato, but apparently Pato is, 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 stands a chance. A, you can see a full, you know, some kind of form there, can't you? you know, Falcao is obviously someone else for the future. He's not fit either. <laughs> I don't think Falcao was ever was ever for the future, Al. I think Falcao <laughs> had, had had his future or and fit. was on the way down. But I think that um, you know Pato apparently is a chance, stands a chance of getting in the squad for Newcastle on Saturday. So uh, be interesting. But you know, I, I really want him to be good. I want Pato to be great. But will he be? It's a bit like Pedro. You know, when they, they when you sign from Barcelona, they take the batteries out the players <laughs> <laughs> and then give them to the other team. So when they turn up, it just the shadow of themselves. So that's left us in, after those two games, it's left us in 13th on 30 points in the league. Still just seven points above the relegation zone. 13 games left. They say 40 points is the the magical magical tape, isn't it? We don't want to finish in the Europa League spots, do we? Well, the game is, if we start going down a bit more, they'd have to let it go and get... Sam Allardyce in. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Atkinson. Big 40 Sam. points. Yeah. Well, oh, I'm good at getting 40 points. Yeah, get, get Ron Atkinson or Tony Pulis or one of those managers oh, I'm in. good at getting 40 points. That's, yeah. that's what Claudio Ranieri was saying at this beginning of the season. Yeah, we just, we'd be happy if we get to 40 points. Yeah. So must maybe we'll get Claudio if he wins the league. And he was the one, he was the one, wasn't it against Leicester, Ranieri, when he took... Um, when they, we were 2 0 up, we're going to win the league. He took various players off, right? He tinkered. I know, and Steve Guppy. Tinkerman, yeah. Steve Guppy, Guppy scored. 2 2. Yeah. Ruined our league. What a goal that yeah. was, though, from Steve Guppy. Cutting in. 
on his right foot. Yeah, but the old gap. Didn't Ranieri make Terry captain? Mm. Brought Lampard in. Played Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank yeah. at right back in the uh, <laughs> in the Champions League semi final. The Tinker Man. <laughs> yeah, the Tinker Man. Oh, yeah. listen, I think that's a very important point about the players that he bought when he bought Check in. Yep. Yeah. Um, he certainly bought Lampard in. Um, you know, and I've always no, said he's this. He's showing his real worth, isn't he, at the yeah. moment? What, what a good manager he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gets pizzas in. I mean, the thing is, is you know, everybody called him the Tinker Man, but he hasn't done that this season with Leicester. I think apparently that, that team, I think that's five games unchanged for that team. You know, so he's not tinkering. He's, you know, he's clearly giving them if a one model don't of score, someone else does. See, at Chelsea, it don't happen like that, does maybe, it? Maybe he's just saying to him, go out there and run around a bit. You know, I don't care. You know, I'm 65 years old. I don't give a toss. Just go out there and run around a bit and it works. Maybe all this tactical stuff's nonsense. Yeah, Maybe you don't need it. You don't need me. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy you the pizzas. I'll buy you the pizzas. You'll run around a bit. Vardy, you score a goal. <laughs> Robert Hoff, you would kick him. Yeah. I mean, that's it. You know, I mean, there's no, there doesn't seem to be much of a strategy there yeah. apart from press, 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 hit the ball over the top for Jamie to run onto. Uh, they're uh, doing well, though. Yeah, I mean, bless them. I mean, you know, what a goal that Vardy goal was. Yeah. Um, against Liverpool, yeah, what's the goal? Um, and so, uh, so yes, we don't want to finish in the Europa League, do we? Because um, so out so we mustn't win the FA Cup. Mustn't win the FA Cup because that's mustn't an automatic slot. Yeah, mustn't come six. So Anything would we? Else? Would we be happy with seventh? Oh, we just have to win the Champions League. I don't really. Yeah, I, I, I really think we should try. I just well, we should concentrate on the Champions League, but I can't. I can't see I us think we're doing gonna anything. Get, um, certain parts of our body torn into new holes against PSG. We'd have to play like nothing we've played like all season. Yeah, to knock them out. Well, we? yeah, we'll probably play a very strategic, very narrow, low block against them and try and hit them on the bank and get the ball up to Costa. You know, I mean, I think that. Listen, they play. You know, somebody said about PSG, there can't be a French league without PSG, but however, there's no point in the French League when when PSG are in it. It's like a a complete quandary. They'll always dominate the French League, but if you take them out of it, there isn't a French League. So they don't really play against great opposition. So their record of winning 15 in a row is fairly pointless. You know, they've got some good players. Yeah, but that's what they looked at. They were a good team last time they played us. They were. They Uh, were, but a few of them have left. You know, Levetsi's gone to China. Um, you know, there's you know Ibrahimovic is Ibrahimovic is now another year older um, and looks even like he gives even less of a toss. Well, we'll now. have to play really well and they'll have to drop a little bit, I think, for us. But to... Phil, Dembabar, we were there, yeah. you and me, yeah. Dembabar. You know, we've done it before. I yeah, know. Well, I know, yeah. no, I'm, I know. There's there is a feeling that we might do it, but you know. The likes of your Fabregas have got to run the game, you know. Yeah. Well, he'll get, a, I think he'll get, he'll get a little bit more time and space in the Champions League, you yeah. know, and, and that's the thing about the Premiership is it is press, press, press. In the Champions League, you know, unless they stick Matuidi on him, you know, he's going to get time well, and space. Well, they took Matic off, he had a little bit more, to, he could get behind yeah. against Manchester United I and took, ping it. I took uh, two PSG fans to Stamford Bridge um, when Denver Bar scored that goal and they were literally heads in their hands. Yeah, between their knees. Yeah, being sick and crying. Yeah, well, I don't blame Just, them. Yeah. You know, I mean, I thought, you know, if we go to the the Stade de France next Wednesday and get a nil-nil or maybe just one goal deficit, I think we got a shot at the bridge. I think we, I think we've definitely got a shot. Yeah. Who knows? It's the Champions League. It's a big occasion. 
We tend to rise to the occasion. No, well, we? I mean, we can go for well, that, can't we? Well, we? we messed it up last season, didn't we, at home against yeah, them? So badly. we've got to have learnt from that, hopefully. Yeah. Good. Well, so we've got one game on Saturday, which is Newcastle. Newcastle. Found a little bit of form, but, you know, I mean, should at home be a team we should beat, shouldn't they? Well, they've spent a lot of money. They've made some signings, haven't they, in January? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they're yet to see the... Uh, a bit, of a, bit of a bogey team for us, aren't they? Yeah, Newcastle. You know, we've never done particularly well against them. Yeah, I'm confident. No, what do you? What, should we do some predictions as we come to the end of the end of the recording? What do you think, Phil? Well, based upon the last few uh, performances, it's got to be a draw, isn't it? Yeah, I think we'll beat them um... significantly or tight. No, 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 no. <laughs> Give me no, a scoreline. One nil. One nil. Al. One nil. Okay, I'm going to go two nil because I almost always do. Um, and I think that, you know, this, this is the start of our oh, run. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> well, 12 games in a row. 12 games in a row. There you Keep go. it going, Gus. Brilliant. Phil, do you want to sign us off? Let's sign off. Thanks for uh, the award, everybody, and, uh, <laughs> and we'll see you all later. Ta-da. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. This is a Playback Media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.